everybody, the Bullring Boys are back on a dirty Thursday. Nosa, outlaw sprint car driver Austin Pierce joining the Bullring Boys today, myself and Chad Hoff. Show brought to you by your auto equipment experts for all your car equipment needs. Check out auto equipment experts in Grand Forks. They're an AC Delco distributor for auto parts and so much more. You know, they also sell and service all major brands of tire machines, wheel balancers, hoists, air compressors, and anything you need to stock your shop or for all you weekend warriors. That's how you stock your garage, too. Locally and employee-owned, check them out. Auto Equipment Experts, 5036 10th Avenue South and North in Grand Forks, or call 701-757-2500, or go to autoequipmentexperts.com. Auto Equipment Experts open Monday through Friday from 8 to 5. Well, again, we are back on Facebook. Oh, oh no. no! Oh, I just laughed <laughs> Katie just spilled. <laughs> oh. We're back on Facebook, by the way, so if you uh, have any questions or comments, our phone number is 701-213-0863. Yeah, and it was the last one, too. <laughs> hey, before we get going, let's uh, do our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go, a uh, Halloween joke. I might even throw two of them in there for you. Uh, let's see what you guys think of this one. What's Dracula's porn star name? What is Dracula's porn star name? I don't know. How about if I turn you up? That happened before. I don't know. All right. What's Dracula's porn star name? Um, Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> <laughs> or how about what's the most popular dating app for skeletons in 2021? Ooh, what's that? The Bone Zone. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. Uh, Chad, you've been out of action for a while. How are you, man? I'm doing good. good I'm glad good. to be back here, man. It's uh, I was two weeks gone. Yeah. Um, I did not like it at all. No. It wasn't a good <laughs> We vacation. didn't like it either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I missed it, man. I You had Darren and Brad on, and I was going to call in, and I go to call in, and I got a coffin fit, then I take a treatment, and I have an asthma, too, on top of it. So mm-hmm. COVID really messed with me a little bit. Um, but uh, no, I feel good. I'm back to be back at work and half-assed living you look good I'm i cut i cut so much i'm gonna start paying already because i <laughs> when i was at home while i put i got to put the show on youtube on uh-huh. the big tv downstairs so i was watching it downstairs and i was cussing with everybody so i might as well just pay ahead yeah 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 hey looky looky who's yeah. across from me here i don't it's know austin he, pierce i talked to him so much this year i didn't even know who he is <laughs> <laughs> how you doing man good 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 good, good. um uh, man you're busy aren't you yeah, we're uh, we're super busy with work right now. That's I talked to sure. you last night, and uh, you had just taken a break to eat some supper, and I think this was like 7 o'clock. It might have even been later. And I said, what's up for the rest of the night? And you said, well, we got to go get concrete blankets and go cover up concrete that we poured today. And uh, it's yeah. like, man, there's no rest, is there? No, it's uh, pretty much uh, this time of year, once the beet trucks start going, uh, we're pretty much working uh, the same amount of hours as uh, mm-hmm. the beet farmer. So. Are you, are you, uh, your company, do you try to get all that outside work done before it gets cold? So then maybe you can go do a bunch of inside stuff for the winter? Yeah. Um, we try to get it all done. And then I haven't took a vacation since COVID started. So, mm-hmm. uh, we're, we bought a motor home this fall. So we're oh. going to hopefully jump in that. And, That'll be nice. Yeah. And take off down to Arizona. Oh, oh. We'd like to get down there, um, around Thanksgiving. Um, there's a sprint car race down there. We want to go watch. But, oh, you're gonna go watch? But we'll see if uh, <laughs> if that works out. If it's if it's nice here, we'll still be here. So. Right. But uh, yeah, well, that's pretty cool. I mean, you know, we, with the whole thing with COVID, and then also obviously racing, what you do, um, it's tough to find time for family when everything goes like crazy. Because obviously, you own the business, and it's it's push, push, push because you got customers down your throat. Yeah. I mean, so it's it's going to be nice to get away. I think it's well deserved too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we had our twin twin girls born, and that was right at the start of COVID. And pretty much, we've never left Grand Forks besides the to Fargo and right. the one trip we made down to Sioux Falls to race. <laughs> wow! Man, you know, you you have got a ginormous family now. How many kids do you have? Uh, we got four kids. Okay. and uh, my wife obviously, and <clears throat> we got twin baby girls that are eighteen months now. And I got a four year well. Uh, my daughter is going to be four tomorrow, uh-huh. and then Grayson, he's five. So Wow. 
Yeah, uh, I heard. I heard rumors like he had seventeen kids. Well, or, that, well it seems like know, it sometimes. You know. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they come in pairs with, for me. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh yeah. So those should have been eighteen kids, and yeah, yeah he's so busy, and, it, it, and he's going to retire because he's got too many kids. And, <laughs> and you know how many times we have heard that. In fact, I think I asked you that. Uh, when I'm, I don't know if I was at the race. No, I think it was down here when you were at the DMV. I think I ran into you and I said. Uh, well, you know, the rumor is going around, uh, your family's getting larger now, and you're going to step back, and you're not going to race anymore. And you looked at me, and you said, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> I just ordered two new cars. Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you – you talk about quitting on a high streak, but I mean, he's his, mm-hmm. high, high right now. Yeah. And but he's got a chance to do something great yeah, here. And, and we're going to get to that. Yeah, okay, okay, here. sorry. I'll, uh, I'll quit right, skipping ahead. Right now, I want to <laughs> take the time. Uh, I'm going to stand up and, and get away from the mic for a while, but um, – uh, River City Speedway fire crew shirts, fire and rescue shirts. I've yeah. got one on now. I'm going to stand up and show it to you. Uh, 25 bucks. You can get a hold of me or Mike Mascheski, uh, cash or PayPal. He'll be either can pick the shirts up or he will ship them. And then, of course, uh, we're going to have Katie with the Bullring Boys shirts They're there. So In cool. fact, Katie, you can go ahead and why don't you spin around? Oh. Oh, the mic is in the way. There you go. Oh, there it is. Those are kind of wow. Yeah, and uh, all the money for the Bullring Boys shirts, by the way, goes to the Racer Fund. And uh, here I'm going to stand up and see if I can show you the back of this shirt. Okay, we're, okay, okay John. Front. Hold on, let's put this down. All right, there, there's the front. I'm glad you're wearing black. It looks slimming on you. That's the good thing. Um, there's the back. That yeah, looks good. I like those. They have uh, and, sweatshirts, too, that got made, but just for them. But yeah. those, those are good. And, and, uh, and one thing to know about the fire crew is that they, they don't get – hundred percent payment. No. So this is for them to make sure they can update their suits and stuff. And we have the best, I believe, fire crew in the state. And not only they get to ask to go other places too. Yeah, so that tells you how good you are. hundred percent. And I, I think we need to help them out as much as we can to make sure we can do this. Absolutely. Um, also, the the Bullring Boy shirts were awesome this year, and we got to fund some people. Joel Larson uh, broke his oh. neck this year in the wingless mm. sprint. We threw some money in for him, which was awesome. Um, there was another guy, too, I think we got to throw some yeah. money into. I can't I, remember I can't his name. Me neither. And, and by the way, um, if you are looking for a Bullring Boy shirt, yeah. um, I've got the whole tote of them. <laughs> they gave them to you? Well, yeah. I, nice. I, I didn't want them sitting in the trailer no. all winter because if somebody wants one, how would you get it? Yeah. So I said, you know what? I'll take them. Yeah. And if we can, uh, if somebody wants one, uh, make feel sure free no to get a hold get of in us. There at your place. <laughs> it's in my truck. Oh, okay. In a tote. Because what bugs are you, uh, you're trying to... Oh, them freaking Asian beetles. Asian beetles. You know what they are? No, but he's a construction guy. I'm sure you do. They're all over in my house right now. Oh, they're crazy. They're nuts. Uh, You should try living in a log house. Well, I got oak trim and oak doors. Mm -hmm. They like that. So what do you do to get rid of them? Anything? There's nothing Um, you can do. No, I had uh, my uncle, Kevin Coy, works for Midwest Pest Control, and he comes out and sprays my house every once in a while for him and says, they'll be gone, they'll be gone. Well, every year they've been gone. Well, this year we sprayed and they're there. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I actually used... I've used Tempo in yep. my house. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Tempo, yeah. an almost straight Tempo. I mean, I don't even hardly add water to it. You should see like my windows. Cocaine. They're just foggy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just like a bush latte for them. Things. Yeah, they're just like, we need Tempo. <laughs> Boys, it's over here. Yeah. yeah. Look, at, look at the cute little ladybugs. <laughs> no, they're not, because here's the thing with them. They stink. Yeah. They piss all over everything. Yeah. And they bite. Oh, they bite, too? Oh, yeah, they bite. Oh, so Austin's got four little kids around, and they're probably... Are they, well, getting... they, they think they're ladybugs, so they go play with them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got a DeWalt shop back. They run yeah. around oh, sucking yeah. them all up. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. So. It's to the point in our house now, I keep a vacuum upstairs in one on the main floor just for these. Just but for now that. this cold weather, it, it, that's usually what it takes. Now, if all of a sudden we were to get a 70-degree sunny day, yeah. the south side of my house would be covered oh, with yeah. them. Really? It, oh, God, they're disgusting. Oh, well, and then when that. they die, they stink. Yeah. And they don't live very long. They oh. hang around by the windows, and, and then they just die, and they fall around. And, oh, God, Oof, I God. hate them damn things. <laughs> so Tell anyway, we got, really the, feel. <laughs> so we got the shirts done. Um, yeah. Again, uh, the Fire and Rescue Crew shirts. Uh, man, those guys, again, like you said, do a great job. Yes. Um, all right, now, now let's get down to business here. Um, Austin Pierce, uh, you are on a roll, like Chad mentioned. Uh, okay, Mark Dobmeyer has the record. Yes. Eight, eight consecutive wins. Eight yep. wins in a row at River City Speedway. That is correct. Last night of the year, you won number seven in a row. You think about this. There's a lot of good sprint car drivers out there that race here at the Bullring every week. They'll, they might not ever get seven wins in their whole career, 
and you reel off seven in a row, how much luck, how much skill, how much of both? God, he makes it look so yeah. easy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you it's, really uh, do. It's definitely a lot of luck. I mean, there was, I think, the last three nights of, of the streak, um, we were leading at some point in the race, but we'd slip back to like yep. third or fourth or something on some restarts. And, and then I thought it was over, but um, obviously, like, the rubber came in one night and uh, Hastings and Mullen both flew by me. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm right. Like, at that point, you're, you're not thinking about the wind streak either. But then all of a sudden, you find one little strip of rubber and then you drive right back by them guys and you're like, oh, and you won the race again. You're talking. Right. About, talking with chad and then it's like oh here's win number five win number six right. it's like yeah I, I mean that that one uh definitely had to work for it and um and then the last one of the year uh they had the back row challenge i, I would have loved to take the back row challenge and some people gave me shit for not taking it but right um i thought there's more prestige and trying to win seven in a row than not to mention uh, than, the track championship yeah and, yeah. yeah and it was a points night so um i know mullen was kind of nipping at my heels for that and yeah um, he, he went to the back, but I, I mean, there's a lot of risk of wrecking stuff too, mm-hmm. doing that, mm-hmm. you know? So we, we opted out of it and, um, took the front row starting spot and got, got seventh win, but it was still a tough race. But that was still a huge, yeah, I was going to say, it was still a huge race with you and Hastings yeah. going back and forth. Yeah. I mean, and there I, was I, no I, doubt. And Jay had led most of it and yep. I ran second and then luckily with the restart there at the end, um, worked out and yeah, you know, and a lot of, a lot of people don't realize with these back row challenges, which I absolutely love by the way, but the difference from starting at the back, okay, uh, they're going to pay you X amount of money if you take this challenge and win, but what can you destroy in the process? I mean, <laughs> to win an, an extra $1,000, how much is a new rear end or, yeah, you know, anything yeah, like that? New, new rear end, I mean, they're getting close to three grand. Right. I think, so. I think the prestige of the, the seventh win is huge, but the back row challenge just for fan-wise is probably where the, the, the excitement comes from. Right. But fans don't think of it that way like austin's going for a seventh win why would he mm-hmm. try that yeah when he can get a seventh right win? but then then like you said you just get a bunch of slack for not trying right you know? i mean yeah i mean as soon as the streak's done um i'd love to have somebody throw money up and have me start in the back row right I'm, it's not a lack of having the balls to do it i'd love right. to do it you know yeah that way that way you uh, can do one of those yeah. after you win it right <laughs> right um, i think i think you get to you get to that you, you know hopefully knock on wood we get to next year and austin comes out and freaking throws the store again and we're got win number eight then win number nine and then okay well i got nine wins i beat the record who else is going to be able to do that and then uh all of a sudden you then you're like okay back row challenge let's give that a shot yep. you know what else can i prove yeah that's I pretty mean, much I, yeah i would love for something like that but, okay yeah. uh, uh, now i want to ask you I, I hate to interrupt but i want you to yep. put your microphone down okay and stare at the camera they're at the camera. Yep, look what at the camera. I do not like this. Okay, uh, because we got a text here saying, Chad is sure looking good. Love dad and mom. Oh. <laughs> My mom and dad are on there? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Get away from me, <laughs> I hate spiders. <laughs> It's not pretty. We didn't have any clue you hated spiders, Chad. Oh, my God. I, I, I hate them just as bad. Oh, even fake ones. Yeah. It drives me nuts. No, I don't even like hitting them with the shoe on the wall. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. This is going to be too graphic of a story, but I'm going to tell it anyway because I had COVID. And so you're downstairs, you know, hanging out. And I go to the bathroom, sit down to do my business. And I'm sitting there looking at TikTok or something. And all of a sudden, I look up, there's spider oh. right on the wall yep. all of a sudden my business i couldn't do no more it was it was it was shut down yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i was like oh my god that's a big spider it was probably the size of a quarter you yeah. know one of the big hairy ones oh. where you can see the eyeballs just staring at he's, you he's probably he's like what are you doing <laughs> are you pooping what are you doing it's like it, I just I hate spiders. Start hollering I, for your wife. <laughs> I, I got two spider stories for you. The first one quickly. Uh, we yeah. moved into the new house. I was at work, and what we did when we moved is uh, all of our clothing just went in big black garbage bags, right? And yeah, we were down yeah. in the basement. Yep. And I get a call from work. I mean, I'm running a uh, construction crew, and I get a call from work. You got to come home. There's a spider. It's so big. You got to get rid of this thing. It's the size of a, of a lobster, you know? And yeah. So I'm like, oh, come on. So I get home and I go, where is it? She brings me down to the basement and she goes, it's under that big bag of clothes. I go, what? She goes, well, I lifted it up and I saw it. So I dropped the bag of clothes and I'm like, okay, you probably killed it. Right. 
I lifted up that bag of clothes and bought poop my pants. This thing was huge. And he was looking oh. at me like, come on, biatch, bring it on. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so what I did is I actually scooped it up under a piece of paper oh. and I brought it outside and I released it into the wild, Are into my woods. St- what the hell's wrong with you? Fast forward to the end of the summer. Yeah. I'm down there cutting wood. Got the chainsaw <laughs> going. and <laughs> I'm getting my wood ready for the winter. Yeah. And I could feel something on my shoulder. And I thought, ah, oh, it's just a leaf or a twig or something. And, you know, and I did look over and here's, I swear to God, the same spider. And this thing is ginormous. And he's looking at me. I mean, he's looking right he's at like, me. Thanks for saving me, buddy. And, and he does one of these like. we're good now yeah we're good now spider story number two you ever been up on a canoe trip in the boundary waters Uh, absolutely not okay they've got um you find these campsites on a map and somewhere usually 100 yards away or so from camp they will have a concrete slab there with just this toilet thing that sits in the middle of it well i was there with my wife and sister and brother-in-law and uh they came because of course they are the first ones to use it and they freaked out you should see the size of this spider that's living in the toilet yeah right. Well, Living we ended up giving toilet. we ended up giving the spider the name Boris. Oh, Boris the spider. That some bitch bit me when I was <laughs> right in the middle of you know. I don't know why. There's I'm no so cell phone. Right there's no newspaper. Why. Just a bite right down. Yeah. So um. But I still I I, I don't I'd rather okay, not so kill you. Them. You and I have told spider stories. Austin, you hate spiders. Tell a spider story. It's Halloween uh, time. Yeah. One one that I remember off the top of my head is I was down at the Knoxville Nationals. I had a big welt showing up on my ankle mm-hmm. before I even went. And I was like, fuck, I'm like, what is this thing? And I was walking around in tall grass here on our job sites. And I go down to Knoxville. And it wasn't until the A main was about to start of the nationals that I finally, it's like, it kept getting worse, worse, and itchier right. and itchier. And then I finally had like a panic attack. Like, what the fuck is this? So yeah. I, when the A main's rolling out, I'm over there at the fucking grocery store <laughs> looking for Benadryl or fucking some shit to take, you know. <laughs> he is just so living the F bomb down his way. Oh, yeah. Let the F bomb thing just fly. Oh, no, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Anyway, you got Benadryl. Yeah. So I was over there trying to find out some medicine. We're texting people. And then uh, I think it was Jackie Dobmeyer yeah. down there. and. She's like saying, well, maybe it was a chigger bite and, blah, blah, blah. and mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was. So I'm Googling that and nothing good coming up about it. No. So I took the Benadryl. I get back over and uh, the, the A-Main was just about wrapped up. So I missed the, pretty much the whole A-Main. Because of a, of a spider pretty, bite. Yeah, and then I got back to town on Sunday and I got an appointment Monday to go get it looked at. And sure enough, it was just a spider bite. Yeah, you see Austin oh, Pierce walking yeah. around at the Knoxville yeah. Nationals with a tourniquet on his leg. What's wrong? <laughs> I'm not missing this race. Yeah. I don't care. I That's don't care. crazy. Okay, yeah. enough spider stories. I got goosebumps. So I'm itchy. All right. Yeah. All, right all right. We'll go talk back uh, <laughs> racing here. Yeah. Um, track champion. Got a nice ring to it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you are. Let me see if I can figure this out here. Uh, I th- you've, you're listed on the NOSA website as having four track championships, but I don't know if they've updated yet. Uh, I know Amanda Joe's watching. Amanda Joe, does he have four track championships or does he have five? If you could text me back, that'd be nice to know. But, um, <laughs> you know, when you've got so many that you're not even really sure yourself, that's got to tell you something, too. Yeah, I, I know we got two NOSA ones, and it's definitely four or five of the River Cities ones. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, we've been either first or second a lot of the time, so I kind of lost track. And I mean, I, w- I wish there was, like, a points fund or something that mm-hmm. probably helped me remember it. Yeah, yeah. But, yep. uh, but there isn't. And uh, But it's still uh, the number one track, my favorite track to race at, so... Well, you look at the stats this year. I think it's over seventy-five percent of your starts this year. You've won. Yep. And that's not that's not uh, traveling much. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you did the tour with them when you went to Jackson, and and then you went to Houston's there, yep. right? And yep. then you came back home. But then after that, you really didn't travel much with the NOSA because you're obviously work and life is busy. Right. Yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, my crew and stuff. They got jobs and stuff, so they got to be home Monday mornings and stuff. But right. Um, and then we got lake places and stuff, so they like to go there, and I like to go there, and so yeah, the traveling thing got kind of cut out this year. But um, we, I think we ran 19 nights, and two of them were outlaw nights. Yes. So we and we won 10 10 shows. So um, whatever percentage that is, yeah, I figured that's a little over 50 percent. Yeah. You know, probably yeah. 60, pushing 60. That's, right. If you can win six out of 10 races, that's or 
10 out of 20 pretty freaking whatever phenomenal. i mean that is that is really phenomenal yeah um I know with with the new twins and everything, and not traveling as much this year. Do you have you thought about the future? Because, well, let's face it, Nosa has really stepped up their game. I yeah. mean, uh, they're on the road a lot more than they have ever been, and uh, you know it is getting harder and harder for guys. Um, and we see it all the time. Guys are like, I can't do this anymore. Um, yeah. I got a family. I can't be gone all the time. It's a different story if I'm racing local and I'm home every night. Right. But it gets tougher and tougher to do. If, if you, are you think you're going to do a little more traveling next year, or are you just going to kind of play it by ear? Um, <clears throat> probably play it by ear. Um, we'll do some hit and miss in our car, obviously. Um, the traveling thing, if I, I mean, now I got a motorhome, so if if like somebody in Sioux mm-hmm. Falls had an open ride or something, I would jump it. I would love to go down there, take the family in the motorhome, show up, drive, drive home after, right. or do whatever. But for my crew and and everything to to be gone every weekend, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty tough for us to do. Right. Um, we all got young kids or lake places, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for sure we're gonna be back every Friday, um, in Grand Forks. But if uh, if there an opportunity was to go out of town, we would we would do that. Um, but I can't make any promises to how many times we'll be on the road. Right. Again, right. You know. But when you look at the schedule, do you look at your the NOSA schedule? Then do you do you look at the World of Outlaws schedule like K? Can we go to South Dakota and, and compete with them at Houston's? I know you go to Fargo, yep. um, and you're obviously competitive there. Obviously, we're competitive here at home. But do you ever think about going there to, to compete with them there? I, I think we – I mean, with the outlaws there, I think we'd maybe struggle to be competitive. But on their weekly show, I think we could probably – I think we're – our program's good enough now where we could probably go down there and right. compete to the top. Well, the one time we went there, we were running third, and I spun out and yeah. a couple to go, mm-hmm. so – I mean, I think we could go down there and compete for a win on a weekly show. But, I mean, even in Grand Forks here, we struggle with the outlaws. But I don't know why it is. Like, this year we, we had a bolt break on our front end. So right. we are out lap and a half in, you know. But um, I don't know what it is, but we just seem to struggle. But, I mean, we can win seven nights locally. But as soon as the outlaws right. yeah. come here, bolt breaks. Bolt breaks yeah, or something. You know, and, yeah. and it's funny how that happens. I mean, we've had Dustin Strand on the show before with, say the, that. with the sights. He's yeah. got the worst luck in the world. And, uh, by the way, congratulations. Uh, Dustin and Savannah had a baby boy. Oh, congrats. Yes, he's finally got a boy now. That's good. Um, I think they're trying to catch the Austin Pierce family for <laughs> yeah. who can what have the most What are they kids. at now, 10? Are they yeah. at 10 kids? <laughs> something <laughs> like that. Um, Amanda, got eight more to go. Yeah. Yeah. Amanda Joe said she wants would love to see see you in mandan race next year uh, i've never been to that track i think you've well, been there yeah i've been there uh, uh that's an amazing track I, but uh it's more imca stuff so it's imca weekly there is some of mm-hmm. stuff there uh they always love having nosa come down mandan's an awesome place to go um i think now with the motorhome that might be an option oh, yeah. for uh for austin but obviously it's tough sometimes and and i'm not speaking for austin but like other guys if you know you have a full-time job your crew's got a full-time job you got Everything else, mm-hmm. it's probably tough to travel sometimes. So I, I get that. I mean, I get that. 100% I do. And But I think the fans would love to see that car down there. It'd be That'd be one of those haulers where you'd see driving the pits, and I'm not crapping your pants at all. Mm-hmm. You're driving the pits like, oh, crap, Austin Pierce is here. Now we got a race. Yeah. Now we're going to have something. And that's the way I remember it back when I was in Minot announcing, and we had you guys come down. And I didn't know everybody at the time. I didn't, you know, I wasn't following sprint cars as, as, as much as I do now. And the fellow announcer, Larry McFall, when Wade Nygaard pulled into the pits, he was like, oh, Wade's here. That's awesome. Now mm-hmm. we're going to have a good race. Mm-hmm. And it's like, holy, okay, one guy. Well, it's amazing yeah. how that one guy picks up the rest of the field that have them compete harder. Sure. Yep. And, it's, sure. and it's, that's, that's what we're seeing here in Grand Forks. Mm-hmm. You can sense that, uh-huh. you know, yep. and you're going to see that more and more. So I think if you do make the trick to Mandan, they're going to see one hell of a race. Yeah. Um, and Mandan is probably one that next year we, we will put on the schedule. Boom. Sure. Um, there you go. My, there you go, Amanda. Yeah, my crew, crew, one of my crew chiefs, Kyle, his uh, family is from down there. So. Oh, Okay. So when we go down there, we did we, we didn't go there this year. I think we went the year before, and the hospitality they gave us there. We uh, we ran Friday night, I believe, and then we go to their place, and they 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 live on the water there, so they take us out on their pontoon. Oh, and nice! That's beautiful. Grill us burgers, yeah, um, stuff like that for lunch. We wash the car in their driveway and front of these million dollar houses. You know, if we're getting the street all muddy, well, yeah. Oh, I well. guess it was pretty dusty, but getting yeah. dusty, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fun. So hopefully we can put there that on go. schedule and Boom. back there. 
All right, Dirty Thursday with the Bullring Boys and Austin Pierce in the studio. You know, life doesn't seem to ever slow down. Everything needs to be done right now or yesterday. Well, when it comes time for an oil change, stop in the Babylon Instant Oil Change. Uh, most of them are done within 15 minutes. That's where I go. I'm never there more than 15 or 20 minutes. They do more, too. Tranny and coolant flushes, tire rotations, batteries. Uh, when they do change your oil, uh, they're going to top off your fluids. They'll check your tires, your battery, lights, wipers, cabin air filter. It was funny because when I went in for the last one, uh, he says, oh, by the way, he says, uh, you've got one of these. It was a fog light that was out and, and another well, small light was out. And I'm like, well, might as well fix them. Well, then he came back and said, well, no, actually, the one had just come disconnected. Yeah. So that was good. But, I mean, they explain all of this stuff to you. We got a testimonial letter from a lady saying um, that they actually went and picked up her car, delivered it back to her, and told her the difference between oils for her car because she had no clue. They explained it all to her. Uh, she said uh, that it was five stars all around. I love the place, too. If you go there for that oil change, you mentioned Grand Fork's best source. They'll give you 10 bucks off your oil change. They're open seven days a week. No appointment needed. Uh, delivery is available. Like I said about that uh, testimonial letter, if you live in Grand Forks, they'll come and pick your car up and bring it back for you, too. Uh, they've also got discounts for uh, fleets and the military. Love the place. Mentioned GFBS for 10 bucks off. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 3325 South 38th Street. Or you can call them up, 701-780-8462. Chad Hoff and John Roberts, the Bullring Boys, along with NOSA Outlaw Sprint Car Driver Austin Pierce. He is the River City Speedway Sprint Car Champion from this past year. Now, Austin, you live pretty close to Mark Dobmeyer. Um, you, you, do you go over to the shop? Does he come over to your house? Quite a, I'm sure you guys probably tip a few together now and then. Yeah, we'll have a, a beer every now and then. Um, shop wise, not too much. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got his stuff going on. I got my stuff going on, but, um, yeah, I got to pour some concrete for him here this fall yet. So, um, but yeah, we're, we're good friends and, and, uh, stuff like that, but, we uh, we don't share any secrets or nothing. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> do you stay out of the shop intentionally? I mean, because when I go out there, the first thing we do is walk in the race shop and we just hang around and, and drink beer and stuff. But do you guys, do you go hang out in the shop with him or do you just kind of not because you're thinking, well, I don't want him to think I'm trying to, you know, what are you <laughs> no, doing with that yeah. cell phone taking pictures over here, Austin? I mean, <laughs> right. No, well, well, I don't really have a shop, so uh, we just work out of our, my parents' driveway, mm-hmm. um, which is right next door to mine across the street from Mark. So we get all of our stuff done and uh, like I'll wash the car Saturday, roll the car in their garage, and then we do the maintenance Monday night. Mm-hmm. So we're all pretty much done. We don't really have like a, a shop where we can unload and take stuff right. apart. Um we get everything done in one night, load it up, so then it's ready for Friday. Uh, where Mark, he's kind of working on it maybe more throughout the week, and, mm-hmm. and then I'll pop in every once in a while. And yeah, usually it, it, we have a few ENJs and some yep. Coors Lights and stuff <laughs> like that. So as as this win streak has been growing, has there been talk between you two? Was any, I mean, like say maybe you were at five in a row. Was there any ever ever any talk where it's like, hey, I'm going to catch you. I'm going to get win number six this week. You watch. Has, has anything been said like that? No, not really. Um, he, I mean, eight wins to him doesn't seem like much, so he, it's not really that prestige to him, I don't think. But for me, coming and chasing sure. chasing his record right, right now, um, it, it means a lot to me. And to be up on that, um, uh, I mean, say, win list with him would be awesome. So um, I don't really rub, rub it in or say I'm coming for you, but... I know the back row challenge thing. He he really wanted me to do it with him, but um, and I think LaHaye's put up the money, and he was trying to get it so I could be a part of it. Uh-huh. Um, so I kind of felt bad for not doing it, right? But I said, uh, and he understood that the the points sure. thing and the the the, the win streak is kind of prestige. So um, and yeah, so I don't know. I, it's it's just a personal goal for me now, but I don't like to brag about it or well nothing, the thing know? is is everybody oh, yeah. started talking about it towards yep. the end of the year i still remember when you had six in a row and that seventh came there's no getting around it now no i, I mean it, it, that's what everybody was talking when about we get closer to next year and you and i are going to be in this boot be in this area and we're going to only thing we're going to bring about is hey you think austin's going to get eight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know Weeks. This is this is the week we're starting. You think he's going to get eight? You can one hundred percent. We're going to talk about it. Oh yeah. I mean, that's going to be the thing to talk about. And it's good for racing. Hundred percent. I mean, it's going it to put it's going to put people in the seats at opening night at River City Speedway. No oh. doubt about it. And we've got to get confetti cannons and everything else. Oh, yeah. Just plug your ears so you don't hear this stuff. If this happens, 
you know, there, oh, yeah. I'm going to get those confetti cannons you can blow off at somebody, you know. Right, shoot right a shirt there. cannon at him. Oh, yeah. Boom. Just, yeah. Oh, get a not, shirt for he won't him. Be going, no, he won't be going for number nine because of Chad. <laughs> <laughs> what Chad do? I got something in his eye. I blow off a confetti cannon. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you know, superstition and things like that are big in racing, uh, like they are in a lot of sports. Right. Now, when people start talking about this, getting eight in a row and then possibly going for nine to beat Dobmeyer, do you ever worry about that's bringing the bad juju to you? Would you rather just not talk about it? Because like we mentioned, it's almost impossible not to. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of nice that the streak's going into the whole off season. So now we got the whole seven months, oh, yeah. next seven months to feel good about it. Mm-hmm. Where it could have been ruined in seven days, you know? Right. Um, so it's nice to have a, something like that to lean on in the off season to keep us all motivated and uh, get everything, I mean, that much better more ready to go for next well next i year think too and i don't know I, I don't know if you guys don't change goals i mean you always, always want to go to every season winning right it's just a little hump that we got yep. it's seven now yep. you know what i mean yep. it doesn't i don't think your off season wise for you for fans wise it's going to be like holy crap this mm-hmm. is, could be historic mm-hmm. for you guys i think you know you just got to make sure that hey we just got to go win yeah it's that's your, your goals shouldn't change right and i i think how do you Okay, so okay, you're sitting in the staging, Austin. And next year, what are you going to think about? He's looking for your car, I think. See if you, are you I am. I don't, I don't see it up there. Yeah, uh, it's somewhere oh, out it's there. Oh, the light the is old, in the way. The old one. It's the old one. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Um, so say you're going to sit in staging. Go through like your normal nights this year when you know the streak was going. Yep. But you're sitting there in staging, waiting for that other feature race to be done. What's going through your head? Um, I mean, I get more butterflies kind of sitting in the trailer yeah. before, prior to the races. Um, I mean, there, there isn't a race ever that you don't get butterflies, to be honest. And, but once you're in the car, and I think you probably heard everybody say it, you're, kind of everything goes, all your thoughts go away. And um, even up, up until you flip that switch to, to fire the car, you got the butterflies. But as soon as you flip that switch and you're pulling on to turn four to get out there, pretty much everything you ever we're thinking about goes away and and uh it's just whatever happens happens and yeah. you're gonna just do your best and how if the, if the car is a handful in the beginning of the race you just you pretty much adapt to it and mm-hmm. you you just learn to to drive what you've been given and um luckily we we've never been too too out of the ball game on, yeah. on setup wise but you know, it's amazing at how generous the racing world is after the races are done down in the pits, yeah. uh, what you guys do, uh, how you talk to the fans, the kids, posing for the pictures, signing autographs, putting them in your car and everything. But before <laughs> a race, are you one of those guys that likes to kind of hole up in the trailer, like you said, and, and maybe stay away from people? Because I would imagine if you're out with your car and your crew, you can't get anything done because... It, you know, people are coming up and talking to me. My wife says this to me all the time. You shouldn't even go talk to these guys before the races because they're busy. I said, I know these guys good enough to know where if they're busy, they're going to tell me they're busy. Yeah. If they stop and talk to me, then they're not that busy. But are you one of those guys? Are you going to be out there and mingling before the race? Or do you like to kind of get off on your own, do your meditating, do your thinking or do it, whatever is uh, which one of those are you? Uh, I'm kind of in between. Mm-hmm. There, there's days where you kind of want to just go sit in the front of the trailer and not not do a whole lot of socializing, but then there's days where you get a lot of excited fans that'll come right. through the pits in the beginning and, and you're putting a show on for them and, um, and they're happy whether you do good or bad. So you got to make sure you, 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 um, cherish those moments and give, give all them people a time of day. Right. Otherwise they won't be a race fan no more. So, um, and there's nights where pretty much up, like until we fire the car, I'll be walking through the pits, talking to other drivers mm-hmm. and, and uh, track promoters and stuff like that. But once uh, once we get the heats going and stuff, then it's pretty much just hang out in our trailer and um, kind of just make sure we got the the tires and the stagger right. all mounted up. And first thing I do after heat race is go wash my face shield, put my tear-offs back on, so then I can just kind of coast and make the adjustments that we want and before the race um, rather than trying to slap them on before you push out and yep. you never know how fast the race they're going to go be- before you guys get out that, there either yeah that's true that's um, true you know we were talking about the uh the bad juju and and superstition and everything but todd adams brings something up uh here uh keep wearing same helmet socks and underwear that you had on for the wins do are you superstitious that way austin do you 
if something works for you, maybe it is a pair of underwear or a pair of socks that he doesn't wash. (laughs) Do you, do you stick with that? (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, like for washing my race suit. um, Like I, I bring it to CNR cleaners, obviously I Mm -hmm. do it pretty much on the weekly, except for if it's a dry track or something, it's a little dusty. I'll whatever, leave it. But my undershirt, it's a, it's a black under armor shirt or a white under armor shirt. And, um, since the streak started, I haven't washed that shirt, yep. so it probably smells. But I'm guessing the black shirt's I, probably I, got I, some white yeah, involved in there the now. That's what the smell was when I was yeah. interviewing him. That's what I got now, yeah. But So I, I always make sure to change out of my suit as soon as the race is over, so I, <laughs> so I smell, hey, smell how good come, for the fans. How come yeah. Pierce never signs any autographs anymore? Yeah. It's you walk up there like, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh what? Yeah. what happened there? I think some of the funnest, funnest times of uh, when Austin's been in victory lane so much this year, there's been one fan, I can't remember who it is, and I don't even know his name, but you could definitely tell he's plenty sauced. Mm-hmm. And he'll come down. Do you remember him coming down and you're like, hey, Austin, good job. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like almost right in his face. And I'm like, oh, my God, I should probably step in and do something here. <laughs> but uh, he's just such a good spirit about it. He's like, hey, thanks, you know, yeah. with both kids in his arms because they both wanted to get on the wing, you know. Yeah. And, uh, it happened every time this year. <laughs> every time he come down, hey, object, get ya! And like, oh well, my you know, god, you've got a lot of followers. I mean, uh, when the race is done, if you're down in RideOutCar.com Victory Lane and they open up that gate, yep, it's just a wall of people running across there. And a lot of the times, we still got a, a late model feature to come up and everything. But yeah. that's the one cool thing about River City Speedway. They do open up the gates. They'll they'll let you take your pictures with your family and and fans or whatever. But it's pretty cool when, when they're able to join you in victory lane because you don't get to see that everywhere else. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I had, uh, well, I got coworkers and cousins and oh, relatives yeah. up there, and they only make it there one time mm-hmm. a year, you know, some of them. And we, the nights we win, yeah, they're, they're jumping out of the fence, coming out there, getting in the pictures and everything. So that's cool. Um, it's, it's definitely nice when you can not just have the crew in the victory lane picture, but right. also all your, your, your family and your close family that came there and your yeah. close friends. So that's cool. You know, when you talk about family and your kids, how old is your son now? He's five. Okay. So he gets what's going on. Yep. I oh, mean, yeah. He knows. Yep. Um, is he getting the itch or is, will there be uh, another Pierce racing four wheels, maybe in a go-kart soon? Yeah, or? yeah we got him a go-kart. So uh-huh. um, I think this, this uh, coming summer, he'll be in that. Might be ready for it then. Oh yep. man. Yep. Here we go. Yeah, that's so cool. I, I never did go kart, so I don't know nothing about uh-huh. it. But um, uh, you know enough people. Yeah, yeah, people you, yeah. I will help on that. That's right. so cool to see on Wednesday nights. I, it's such a full pit area. Oh yeah. I mean that thing is just so full. Yep. And and to hear about the counts they've had last year with everything up, like mm-hmm. the, our counts are up. It's like that. That's pretty cool to see. So. Yep. I think that's awesome to have another Pierce racing. I think that's pretty yeah, cool. And, uh, I think it's going to be more fun for him. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, speaking of Forks Karting Association, uh, they do have, a, I believe, a two-day race lined up in December, I think. Where at? Uh, the uh, Winter Show is building in Crookston. Okay, yeah, they did that a couple years ago. Yep, yep. I, I ran that. Did you? Yeah, I yep. did, too. Uh, um, I ran motorcycles in there, actually. Oh, yeah. John, yeah he, ran, he ran. Didn't you run a go-kart in there, though? Yeah, go-kart. John Thompson had a go-kart that he had put together. I, I don't even know if he ever raced it before that, but. We had none of us had no clue. I think it was like me, Nick Omdahl, yeah. and John, and somebody <laughs> that else, is Casey awesome. Mack. Maybe I, I can't remember, but we all took turns racing it. And by the end of it, we couldn't get the car to want to, which is always too free. Yeah. So we ended up putting a bigger left rear than a right rear on to try to, to get, get it to turn to get it to bite more. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Go karts, by the way, December fourth and fifth. Thank Thanks, you, Amanda, Amanda Joe. Joe, and she's uh, everywhere. Yeah, Kaylee, uh, Kaylee Elizabeth says we're trying to set up for two more weekends in March. So that's that's a pretty cool thing there. Um, you know, you got uh, Dob Meyer next door to you. Um, he's got the two boys racing now. I'm, I'm sure he's going to set you the right way as far as the kids go. I know that that youngest class. Basically, if you can start up front. And and stay on the inside. It's all about draw. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're pretty much going to win because these cars are so even. Right. Uh, this is something, you know, when the kids start, they don't want to scare the heck, heck out of them. Right. Uh, they want them to go out there, have fun, learn what they're doing first, learn how to be safe, learn how to race, learn how to do all that stuff. And then they start, they, they build it up and they build it up. There's a lot of people out there. My mother is one of them. I can't believe people actually let their kids race these things. That's so dangerous. It's like, it's no different than when I was a kid, except they wear a helmet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm riding dirt bikes and go-karts and snowmobiles. I ah, needs no helmet. I don't need no helmet. Yeah. 
So I think that's going to be fun, mm-hmm. um, and, and that just adds to more of a busy week. Oh yeah, uh, maybe yep. getting to go to the you know Forks carting here every Wednesday night. But um, when it becomes your kid, mm-hmm. I, I think it becomes more enjoyable. Right. I, sure. I think I think you won't you won't see it as work for you. I I just think it's so cool. Um, I try to get my son to do that, John. I try to get Parker to do that. Uh, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Give him something to do. He loves football. He loves baseball. So those mm-hmm. are two sports. Are you know baseball wise, he's very good at baseball. Um, so I, I think we'll be trying those. But every time I take him to the go kart track, is obviously Dan and Mike. That mm-hmm. bring him over here. We'll get him in the car. We'll let yep. him drive a little bit. Yep. We get there. He's like, I can't do it, Dad. Yeah. Can't do it. I'm like, all right, hey, that's mm-hmm. not gonna push you into it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. We can, you know, we can drive back. So as yeah. soon as he's ready, he'll be like 13. I'm like, okay. Well, now we got to get him a different car. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it it definitely helps. I think having me being a racer and him in the pits to get oh, used to yeah. the loud noise and commotion. And yep, yep. And, yeah. and kind of know how everything works. He knows about etiquette around the track and in the right. pits, and and he just he does. There's no surprises for him. Yep. You know, he kind of you know um, with a great year, seven in a row. Um, who sponsors this machine of yours? And uh, tell us about the guys that help you out on it too. Your your crew guys. Yeah, um, Op Construction is. One of my biggest sponsors, or they are my biggest one. They've been with me now for, I think, eight years. Um, so that's huge. Um, without them, uh, I probably would have made it like three years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 So they're the reason why I'm still able to race. So I can't thank them enough. And then uh, also uh, Lithia Ford of Grand Forks. They came on board, I think, four years ago or something. Yeah. Now. Three, four years ago. And they've been, they've been with me um, pretty steady. They're, can't thank them enough. Um, I know... A lot of the guys that work over there now. And right. You had a car there this year, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, actually, uh, I got one sitting in the showroom there yeah. still. Um, it's sat there now for the last, like, I don't know, 10 months or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I told him it was, it was our third car. We got three cars, three rollers or whatever, no motor seat, right. obviously. But I said, hey, we can put this in there, and as long as we don't need it, it can sit here all year. And they're like, oh, hell yeah. So, mm-hmm. oh, so it's awesome. been sitting there, and obviously it's free storage. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, that's another <laughs> it, it thing. It keeps the car clean. And sure. It, and I, I, underst- a, I, I, I understand about it because people are talking to me about it. Like, hey, did you see yep. Austin Pierce got a car lithium? I'm like, yep. yeah, I saw the pictures because you posted them on Facebook. Yep. But they're seeing it from being there. Right. I mean, so it brings people in. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. What else on there? Who else is the big sponsors for you? Uh, we got like Augie's Flying Service, um, AJ Sandblasting and Painting, uh, Solem Farms, Lynn Brother Farms. Um, we we got Envision Egg. Um, we got ton ton of sponsors. Uh, the Bun Lounge, um, All Pro Electric. That's Kyle Kozel's yeah. business. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what else we got? We got Dahlstrom Motors. Um, what else? Uh, Highland Excavating, uh, Grand Forks Abstract. Um, I think that's all of them, but without all them guys, um, it wouldn't be possible right. for, for me and um, our crew. And and then, obviously, my crew, Kyle, Don, Matt, and Lee, they're awesome. Um, they all got kind of their, their own jobs on the race car, I should say. Right. Um, especially at the track. I mean, one guy set setting the shocks, one guy's doing stagger, one guy's grooving tires, putting fuel in the car. Um, it's It's just so smooth when we get there. So who decides that? Do they just kind of decide amongst themselves um, who's going to do what job, and then they just kind of stick with it? Yeah, pretty much. Um, they just kind of get accustomed to a few things. Obviously, during the week at the shop, everybody's doing everything. Right. Um, but when it comes to the track, like Don DeCamp's doing the shocks, um, Kyle and Don, and, well, like even Kyle, he's he's the one doing the, the shock travel and mm-hmm. the spacers. And, yeah. Um, and Lee and Bakken are doing tires and fuel and – um and then yeah and then kyle kyle and don are working together on like the the tire spacing mm-hmm. and stagger and yeah um, and then that way if everybody's got their own job they stay out of each other's way too and, and yeah. things it's like watching uh drag racing yeah yep. you see those guys between heats they come in there and they completely tear that motor apart down to the block and then they put it all back together again you watch these guys it's like a well-oiled machine uh by the way samantha uh, says maverick is racing go-karts next year you guys will have to pit next to us Zach can help you guys. Um, by the way, um, Samantha, I believe, is going to be on our show on Tuesday. On Tuesday? On The Great Reset. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's about time we hear some uh, from some parents in East Grand Forks about some of the things going on here. There but, you go. Uh, wow. Um, so off-season, you're hoping to get a little vacation. Otherwise, 
you're going to have to build another car, two cars. Yeah, we got uh, two new cars uh, that are ordered, um, Eagle chassis or whatever. So I think they'll be coming around January. That's awesome. Um, then we're selling a couple cars. Um, Jordan Adams might be buying a couple. Right. Um, so hopefully he's back racing again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then that's pretty much our off season. We're going to, uh, go down to Arizona here in November, hopefully, unless it's still too warm here, but it doesn't look like that. Yeah. yeah. Go watch, go, go watch, watch, be yeah. a fan. Yeah. Go yeah. watch. I, um, I think Mark Dodmeyer is going to go down there. So yeah. if we go watch him, um, but yeah, other than that, we'll just be hanging, hanging, getting ready for next mm-hmm. year and getting stuff ready. So. You know, you mentioned Jordan Adams. Well, I uh, better put this plug in the beehive in Reynolds. Uh, NLRA banquet is December 11th at the beehive. And I know the NOSA banquet is going to be there too. I'm yeah, it was just about 100% year. positive. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm lucky enough, they asked me to come and, and uh, MC these things. So it's a good chance to wrap up the year for Before me. Before you get December. drunk or after? Either. Oh, okay. Because I just know you get long winded. All of the winded. above. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get long winded. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, shush. That ain't calling the kettle anyway. <laughs> I know you got to get back to work, man. Um, thanks for coming in. You had a spectacular year. Uh, like I yeah. said, if you can win seven races in He's a row, so cool. uh, that's that's telling you something, man. Uh, you got it going on. Your crew is incredible with all the sponsors and everything. And not to mention, uh, what you guys do is you put on a show every Friday night yep. for mm-hmm. us, the fans. Yes. I mean, you know, Chad and I, we're lucky enough to get to call races and do things like that, but we're also a big fan of the sport. And uh, if it wasn't, such a good show, I probably wouldn't be such a fan. But, um, you know, you guys are the reason that put seats in that River City Speedway up at the grandstands and uh, keep up the good work. You guys do an incredible job. Yeah, thanks a lot. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention before we're done here is uh, last year, River Cities did a bounty um, after yep. somebody won yep. three in a row. Yeah. This year, it never happened. I don't know why. But if it would have, that that money would have probably grown out of like $5,000 oh, for, sure. for somebody when we do get beat. Um, oh yeah. Like I, I know Hastings, he, he wrecked it for me last year, both times. And he pocketed an extra what, two grand. I think, right. Yeah. Each, each yeah. Time or something. So you're saying you let's, let's work on this, this summer, pro, this winter project. Let's get a bounty for him. Mm-hmm. Or let's just have, let's just make sure or that they get it going. I mean, make sure we get it going. Cause we, you're, you want it to happen. Yeah, I like it. I mean, it gets more people involved. Hundred percent, it does. Yeah, because was there was a bounty, wasn't there? But it, was it put on by yeah, somebody else? Yeah, it was put I on know, by somebody else. Uh, it wasn't hundred percent him. Uh, Grinch Sales and Service put yep. it up, and Op Construction put it up. Yeah, but if you won, you got that. Yeah, right? so I got so I got yeah. the extra thousand bucks right. that, that night, um, and then the following night, which paid for a couple tires. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and everything helps. Well, right. Know? Yeah, a little. Every little bit yeah. helps. I agree with you, though. I, I think uh, the. Everybody in the next community needs to come together because if put some tension into this, right? Get some more drama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We like like we need drama at the race track, the dirt <laughs> tracks. But for, but for this, it'd be a different kind of drama, I think. Right? I, I, and I agree with you. Yep. I think that'd be an awesome thing. Yeah, and then Hefty Seed put up the bounty the week after that, and then yeah. we won that. But then after that, the next two nights there was nothing. So. At Hefty Seed, yeah. they're getting big. They just put up another plant out by my house now. At East Grand. Yeah, on Highway 2 there. So if you're, so that one, uh, that's a whole different story, but if you put a Hefty Seed up, you can't have another competitor with you within 50 miles from you. Oh, really? So if they keep on growing like that, they're cutting out their competition. Oh. That's, they, that's what they're doing. Anyway. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yes. All right. It is. Anyway, that was my, uh, okay, that's enough farming right. stuff. Uh, glad you're back. I'm glad to be back. Glad you're, Good you're to see you. Better. And yeah. uh, by the way, thank you for, um, Giving me putting the good word out for me. Yeah, uh, they're actually coming to look at my house Saturday. So, if you, backstory on this, so you know what's going on. John Roberts lost all of his dogs. Uh, he had to put oh. them down. Worst thing last I year, last three year, all three, all three of them. He okay. had collectively him and Lori and uh, had the, probably the worst 2020, 2021 you could have as as a, as a group. And I, I love you, man. I wish I had nothing but the best. Uh, he is going to try to don't or to adopt a puppy. Uh-oh. That I'm currently fostering. Uh-oh. Maybe two, if I can. If you can. <laughs> I'd like to get them both. Um, right. But their brothers are awesome pups. Um, so I, I put in, it's, I can't 
couldn't go to a better family. I, so. I mean, yeah. I've, I've never adopted a child before, but I'm guessing it's almost <laughs> as tough because you wouldn't believe that, that all that you've got to go references and all of these different things and, and all yeah. these questions. And now they're going to come out and look at my house on Saturday. Um, yes. I would think with the references I had would have been enough, um, but it is what it is. And they and always I make sure. It. Yeah, they always make sure it goes to the right. Sure, home you don't want to make. You know, well, seal, he's got forty other dogs back there in these little crates. You know, yeah. and it's, <laughs> you know, you, you, just it, show them your outdoor sump pump. It'll then you'll be good. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think has only ran one time yeah, since, since you put, you it, put in. it in. So, yeah. but that's okay because yeah. it's there. Because I don't want to come home from another trip and have uh, five inches of water in my basement. No, like I, I remember, I remember when that Alaska. happened, and you were trying to get uh, everything fixed up in the basement. That was a rough one. Yeah, I just got it done. Yeah, and then you come home to water, water everywhere. Yeah, no. <laughs> Austin, buddy, good to see you, man. Yeah, thank you yeah, so hey, much for coming. Take care. Thanks, thanks for coming thanks in, for Austin me. Pierce. Love you all. Thanks for tuning in, Facebook. River City Speedway track champion going for eight in a row as we kick off the uh, new season next year. River City Speedway, this is going to be awesome. Chad Hoff, great to see you are back. And we'd like to give a shout out to Rumor Sports Bar and Casino. BT and the crew over at Rumor Sports Bar and Casino. Tell you what, you want to go watch uh, some UND hockey or maybe UND football this weekend? That's the place to do it. Wall-to-wall TVs. Maybe you want to uh, spend a little money charitable gaming. Maybe you want to win some money charitable gaming. Maybe you want to win some money betting on the horses. They got it all. They've got the NHL package. It's home of the world-famous beer tower. They've also got $6 express lunches. They've got lunch and dinner specials. It's one of my favorite places to go. Rumor Sports Bar Casino, always bringing you a dirty Thursday. Hey, coming up later today at 1 o'clock... It's the Midwest Super Pixel Pros. Stay tuned for that. Tomorrow morning, we got your morning update at 9 with Katie. 10 o'clock tomorrow, it's the best forking sports arena, or 11 o'clock tomorrow. Best forking sports arena with Monty and Bill and possibly East Grand Forks hockey coach Tyler Palmasino might be swinging in too. Hey, remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. And we are now on Rumble. And we're back on Facebook. Hey, Grand Forks to the Grand Cities. Awesomely cool, groovy place. Grand Forks' best source is giving it an identity again. Have yourself a great day, everybody.